Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California at Undercity Comics. Keeping Up With The Nerds presents issue number 147. My name is Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show. Hey. Yay. Who's exhausted? Me. We're still, you know, even in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell from my yeah. voice. Right? Yeah. This guy. Oh my Mind you, we're recording Sunday morning, the day after... Free comic book day, me working free comic book day, Brian going to knots, yeah. Nick just being Nick, you know. <laughs> being me is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> Having to wake up at normal human hours, that's tiring. Yeah. You know? Listen, I, I have to keep the demons at bay, so that's exhausting, okay? Those voices yeah. tell me to do things. Look, man, I'll tell you, sometimes right now I'm afraid that I like live two person, like split, mm-hmm. the movie split, where the person lives two personalities. personalities. Oh, yeah. We're like, like, you like, fall, like you fall asleep, and then, but you're actually like walking around yeah, town. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What you don't know is you're a male stripper. No, I hear <laughs> stripper's name's Dump Truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been trying to clue you in on it for years now. <laughs> Dude, I've seen you around, man. Trust me. <laughs> no, I was I was always afraid that I'd wake up and mm-hmm. my second life was like, like a drug dealer or something like that. <laughs> That's way too cool. Dude, yeah. no, because I would wake up with like bruises and stuff. And I'm like, dude, how did I get these, man? I don't remember doing anything. Am I dealing drugs? I like how the next conclusion is, am I dealing drugs? <laughs> it's Los Angeles. What do you expect, dude? <laughs> what about if Andy just like, she gets home, she just punches you as you're asleep. She used to, in her sleep. <laughs> dude, she used to in her sleep because she like she moves around a lot. So she would like just swing at me and one time swung at my face. And I'm like, what the heck, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's she was awake. She was, <laughs> she was just pretending to fall asleep. Yeah, she was. She was <laughs> as soon as you turn, yeah, because you because as soon as <laughs> you wake up, you're Picture like, oh, it, you're yeah. like, oh, what the? And then, <sighs> yeah. And then as soon as you go like, and then she goes, God, God, that's for cheating on me in your dreams, right? <laughs> no, um, no, it's been having <laughs> a second family in my dreams. <laughs> For being happy with another woman in my dreams. <laughs> no, it's been a, it's been an interesting week. Uh, we've got Free Comic Book Day, which happened this last Friday, yeah. which was a huge success, apparently. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, good turnout. A Very lot of people busy. showed up. Oh yeah, I ended up getting the uh, Star Wars omnibus for the uh, what was it brand the J- new yeah. Marvel? Like yeah, the, the new, Jason Aaron, mm. the Jason Aaron one. Dude, it's a huge like. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know, that's like basically an encyclopedia, right? Oh, dude, I oh, might yeah. be bigger than an encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it was, was like it was normally one twenty five. He only bought it for like sixty bucks. Not bad, not mm-hmm. bad. I know so Monica now... was. Like, I know when we were walking out, Monica was like, "That was kind of expensive for a book." And I go, "It was originally one hundred and twenty five. She goes, "Oh, that's a good deal." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, Andy went to um, what is it? Uh, Disneyland for May fourth. Mm-hmm. And she sent me the photo because uh, apparently they were selling the limited uh, limited edition Cal Kestis lightsaber. That's sick. Oh, from the video game Survivor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because apparently you can do like a double attachment to it now. Yes. 
And I'm like, dude, that's freaking sick. Yeah. I probably would have bought it out of like the want, mm-hmm. but in reality, I would have like regretted Cal- it. Cal's lightsaber in the new game is like just so much cooler. Just it because is. It has. But have you held on to the legacy lightsabers at Disney? Huh? Have you touched the legacy lightsaber? At yeah, Disney? I've seen them. I've they're not them. good. Dude. They're they're okay. The black series, I would de- I would definitely recommend getting the black. The Force series. FX elites yeah. are sick. Oh, yeah. Those are really nice. Those are sick. But like, I think the legacy ones at Disney, they have too much plastic that they feel really lightweight. It's because yeah. th- it's weird because they're built on the same frame that the ones in um what was it Savi's? Yeah, Savi's workshop. Yeah. They're in that. That's a plastic core, where and then they put metal on top of it to give it weight. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that for those legacy ones, I feel like there's more plastic than there is metal. Yeah, and it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't, and so you like I get it. It's for display purposes. Mm-hmm. Like the Force FX one that I bought for um the dark the dark saber oh, here yeah. at the store. Yeah, that's a display item. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. to be messing around with mm-hmm. a lot and anything like you can just use it for it's heavy. Yeah. It is I, heavy. It's heavy, but you can you can feel where the blade connects into it. Yeah, like, you you wouldn't be able to swing that against anything. Yeah. too yeah. too hard because you can feel the. Yeah, I took it to Guildhall. I took it to Guildhall, and uh, we ran into this guy that was like, oh, that's a pretty cool Darksaber. I'm like, yeah, and I told him the story of how like Amazon canceled it, and Mm -hmm. I had to buy it over here at the store. And he's just like, how much do they run for? I'm like, dude, I'm going to be honest. I've seen it run as low as like $295. Mm -hmm. I've seen it go up to like $500 because they're so limited. And he goes on Amazon. He's like, oh, dude, it's at $295. I just bought it right now. I'm like, okay, cool. Whatever. That's great, man. You know, you got that money to burn. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So, (laughs) (laughs) some people, dude. Yeah, I mean, because that's the other thing too. Like my Savi's lightsaber, I bought the stand for it over at Savi's. Uh I bought bought the actual stand. So it just sits on. It sits on my desk, and it's I I like it. And then also, I want to because last time I went, I saw that they had extra um, scrap. So I asked him, I was like, oh, uh, do you have, are you guys selling extra scrap yet? And he mm-hmm. goes, no, you have to wait until after May the 4th. Mm-hmm. Like after May, then come back to us and we'll, we might be selling the new scraps. Because they redesigned all of them. Oh, yeah, so now you they? can like buy the little pieces that they you redesigned it? all of the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. So like the so like elemental, uh, P, like uh, peace and justice, all of them. They all have different designs now. So what you're saying is we got to go back. We have to. Yeah. I have to go back and I have to go get more scrap. And I think Same. last time I went when buying scrap, I think it was twenty dollars a piece. That's not bad. No. Twenty dollars a piece. There's seven pieces on it. Yeah, it's not bad. This is one hundred and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, five, five pieces. Sorry, five pieces. No, no, no. That's a hundred bucks. No, I, I was like, because I said seven, and I was like, that sounds like too many. And then I was like, no, there's like, five. There, there, there's the hilt. There's the inhibitor. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, there's I was the. Counting. No, but because I'm thinking of the the two pieces as two separate. Oh uh, yeah. Speaking about Jedi Survivor, I've seen the gameplay for that, dude. I so I yeah. want to. I, I here's, what's the what's the first one? Fallen Order. Fallen I couldn't Order. remember it for like the life of me this last week. But I was like, I haven't beaten it, mm-hmm. and I might just move my Xbox Same. back to my PC mm-hmm. to just How grind you it. Both not beaten it. because I got busy, dude. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. But like, because my Xbox is on the TV and not on my computer, I don't have that incentive to play it. There's a lot of open. <laughs> so far, I'm pretty. I'm. 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 I'm getting into Survivor. According to a buddy of mine, I barely scratched the surface of the game, and. Like, because I'm already kind of going back and forth. A lot of the game is dealing with High Republic stuff, so yeah. it's really sick. Um, like the fact that you actually get to, because you customize your lightsaber however you want now, because there's a bunch of different inhibitors, a bunch of different things. 
But the cool thing about it is you can also have a cross guard and uh-huh. you can customize how the cross guard looks. Yeah, I saw you that. You do all that. And then not only that, but also you can then see how it splits and everything. It also goes over how you get an orange lightsaber, which is pretty cool. Awesome. That's pretty cool. Is yeah. the orange lightsaber really that cool? It is. So is it though? It kind of. I don't know. I guess, I guess. When you see red, blue, and green a lot. Yeah. And purple, because everyone apparently wants to use purple yeah, now when it wasn't that's even why, cool same thing, a that's, couple years I, ago. I think that's what it. That's why I'm not I mean, enthused about the purple ago, one. I like purple. Purple was dope. Yeah, purple but like, sick. but no, I, I feel like every other Star Wars fan was like, oh, purple. And like Mason Windu willed his. And yeah. Like, oh, purple. Like I used to be a purple. I'm different. Fan. I'm not getting blue or green or red. I'm getting purple. <laughs> I mean, on my <laughs> on my cow cast is on cow right now. Yeah. I have the white. I have the so, I have oh, white. For mine, for Fallen Order, it's just blue. Because my I like blue. You like I'm, blue? I'm, yeah, you're yeah. fine. That's fine. I I'm a purist. I like. I'm a simple man. That's all. I'm it simple. Is. Are you a simple I, man going through the galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> I just like the fact. I like colors that not a lot of people use. So like white or yellow right now are pretty mm. sick. But that's just me. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I just want to stand out, right? I see, and I feel like people that do that. It's like. That's like eighty percent of the Star Wars fans. Eighty you know? percent right now are using purple. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so purple's gone. No, but then purple's also, but now like because the comic books, they did Luke found a, a orange lightsaber, so everyone's now like, oh orange. You know, I'm like okay, nah, yeah. I'm good. I like Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it does kind of give you more background into what's going on inside of Ahsoka, mm-hmm. especially with it coming out. Just because an orange lightsaber is. Um, a Jedi that's bled their that bled their blade. Mm. So you get so it had an original color, <coughs> and then you turned, uh, and then you you took the crystal out and then bled it. I, that's orange. That's orange. Well, that's okay. the origin of having an orange lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't Light know saber. that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's so it's it's more of you know because most people are they're getting like crystals and then they're bleeding them and that's how you're getting that pure red. Mm-hmm. Orange is more of like it already was purified. And there's just people grabbing the kyber crystal. Bleed, damn it! You're squeezing it. Bleed, do it! Nah, man. There's, <laughs> a, there's a there's a pretty dope scene where you see one where you see one character and you just like you see him get his lightsaber and then mm-hmm. you see him start taking it apart to like kind of like check the mechanics and then you see him grab the the thing and he's talking and his 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 voice gets darker and darker and darker and you're going like uh oh. <laughs> and then out of nowhere you, you can just see like his hand glowing orange and he mm-hmm. just slams it back in closes it and turns it on you're like ah oh, damn it <laughs> I just handed him his lightsaber oh yeah. no <laughs> I gotta I gotta get back into it I might I might uh, before we get into the uh, news we got a pretty um, it's gonna be a short episode but uh, we do have a lot to talk about yeah so before we move on, go check out w- uh, keepingupwiththenerds.com. I was going to go. You say WWE. WWE. Keepingupwiththenerds.com for all the up-to-date information. Check out our socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube, 154 subs. Uh, the uh, SFS Festival uh, video came out already. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to check out the Santa Fe Springs Art Festival, including the Film Festival, mm-hmm. you guys can go check out that video there. Uh, it's already passed for this year, but information on how to apply for the film festival is in the description so if you're interested or a uh, filmmaker if you're in the area this is you know international as well so if you're even outside of the area you guys can apply and send in those films all the information is in the description our below four, of the our film. four iranian listeners that, that means you guys 
That's all the guys. way across the seas, dude. And the yeah, two sure. and the two guys from Russia, dude. I, you're looking at a demographic, and aren't you? Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out our audio platforms as well, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Am I missing anything else? No, that's no, it. that was it, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right, so uh, today's issue includes uh, Guardians of the Galaxy review. That's going to be towards yeah. the end. That's going to be a pretty long part. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Star Wars Visions because that one came out last week for May 4th. There are a few of us that have watched it all. Yeah. And there's a few of us <laughs> that haven't finished it. And like, <laughs> one that hasn't finished it, one that I st- has. I got to like episode five. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So you yeah. went further than I, I went did. a little further. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So we'll be talking about that. But first, it's like I know that we have to make content <laughs> and I finish things. I've been, I was running like freaking we were, day yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was running the store. All yes, right. I yes. was celebrating a birthday. I was telling him uh, yesterday. I was. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to finish it, and then Monica was like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get ready so we can go to uh, go to the shop oh, to yeah. see Renee and Mandy." Yeah. And I go, "All right." And then she went. She went just, to take a shower, and I went, "Visions." <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there, just all right. I'm gonna watch, and then like it's starting to come down, and then she goes, "Nick, you have five minutes," and I'm like, "This only got five minutes, like, <laughs> like <laughs> almost done." Yeah, they're super short. <laughs> Which they almost are. Done. No, they, they are, are short. Like, yeah, they're super short. Twenty minutes yeah. each. Yeah. Uh, no WWE talks this week. Not I know that, Backlash Not that there's Saturday. nothing to talk about. It's just that we haven't f- finished watching Backlash. Yeah, so yeah. we'll probably... I haven't seen uh, SmackDown either, so more than likely I'm probably going to watch SmackDown. I did see some results, what? and they're pretty crazy. So my, my thing is that what, what about if instead of like a weekly WWE, so that way it gives you guys time to like catch up, why would you do like a monthly... Like at the end of the month, you guys always. Because sometimes there's some big stuff that we got to talk about, dude. We can do it every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. Yeah. Every so. two weeks might be. We'll better. figure something out yeah. for year three, but uh, definitely there's a crowd that wants to hear us talk I, I, about WWE. And I and I and I know that, but I but I do feel like because every week it's kind of like you guys are always behind, and it doesn't. <laughs> we just get busy. Guardians took up Friday. What do you want us to do? Not watch Guardians? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to make a choice. Yeah, we made the choice, which is watch Guardians or not and go to Knott's Berry Farm. How could you say that, dude? How could you say that? <laughs> How could, you say, how could I not be there to the support friend of the show, Sarah? Hey, first off, we I, got all, back, I, I got all my stuff done, and I went to Disney. Oh. So I, don't know what I, I prioritized. Yeah, I got all the things that I was supposed to get done. <laughs> uh, no, but we'll talk about WWE next week, uh, including Backlash, Monday Night Raw, and SmackDown. Mm. Not of that Friday, but the previous Friday before then, because there's some pretty good results, apparently. So Yeah, some pretty good results. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll just keep it to that because i got to watch it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like every other issue, uh, let's go ahead and start off with comic strips. It's going to be a special comic strip because we are going to have one topic that does take up more than 5 to 15 minutes of a conversation because it's a pretty big one. And Nick might tangent off on this one. So, yes, it's a very special issue of comic strips. I don't know why you always call me out. It's part of the show now, dude. Get used to it. Is it in the script? Is it? I don't know. No, that's too, that's too bad. You won't ever know, dude. Yeah, I'd love that part. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and start off with this. <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers movie has officially crossed $600 million domestically. Yeah. This was a couple oh. days ago, okay? It has now crossed $1.1 billion worldwide. They're not going to make a sequel, though. Nope. You don't think so? No, they're definitely going to make a sequel. <laughs> it's like, Listen, really? if there's one thing that Nintendo knows how to do, it's make sequels to a Mario thing. Right? <laughs> it's Bleed Mario Drive. Yeah, Cameron sitting on top of his throne right now, just Mario, seeing Mario rise. Yeah. Like, no! Stay down! And, and then he's like, woohoo! <laughs> Yahoo! Yahoo! It's a me. <laughs> I'm 
Well, how many you? different it's iterations coming? of Mario have we had? We've had Mario uh, Sunshine. Sunshine, uh, Mario 1 through at Hold least up. Five. Are, you, are you talking video game-wise? Yeah, man. Like Mario so, 1 through how many four. Iterations Mario 1. Yeah. Then we had the Mario Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. Or Jump. Game Boy. Game Boy game. You also have Jumpman. Then you have Super Mario Brothers 2, <laughs> yeah. which technically wasn't a Super Mario Brothers game, but it was. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine. Super Mario 64. Galaxy. Galaxy. Super Mario and Yoshi. Galaxy gives me nausea. Odyssey. 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 Is it because... Is, is, is it all the movement? Wait, oh, yeah. I, I forgot about Odyssey. I remember Galaxy. I, yeah. I remember Odyssey, Odyssey was pretty came fun. Yeah. yeah, because Odyssey, you go to the real world. Oh, okay. New Donk City. Yeah. Paper Mario. Paper... Oh, Paper Mario. <laughs> oh, Baby Mario. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Then we got... How many Mario parties are there? Uh, a lot. <laughs> we stopped using numbers. <laughs> and then we got I'm Mario waiting, Kart. I'm waiting for Mario, waiting Mario, for Mario, yeah. Mario Party X. <laughs> Vin Diesel's in. <laughs> Vin Diesel's it's all in. about family. It's all about family, it's Mario. It's a, it's a, <laughs> oh, there was also Mario Paint. Mario Paint? And it was also like yeah. a Mario Music game, too. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Got, Mario Music Maker. And then we Mario got Super Maker. Mario, Mario Maker. Mario Maker 1 and 2. Yeah. Mario... Jeez. Uh, oh, Mario at the Call, Olympic Call Games. Of Duty. Mario and Cross Sonic Mario. at the Olympic Games. Oh, Mario Sonic. <laughs> oh, Mario Tennis. Tennis. Oh, yeah. And golf. Strikers. Oh, yeah. And Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario. He got his PhD. <laughs> yeah, man. He was like, I'm done with plumbing. Forget this. What do you guys He got his doctorate, future? man. Like, oh, my God. That's right. I forgot. He, he figured out if, he, if you match pills together, you can yeah. kill diseases. Smash <laughs> Brothers. Smash Brothers. And how, oh, my God. How many Smash Brothers are there? There's You got Smash Brothers Melee. Brawl. The first one, Melee, yeah. Melee uh, Brawl, and Wii. Ultimate, Wii U, and then Ultimate, and then isn't Ultimate, there? Yeah. Isn't there Ultimate, Ultimate Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's also the Smash Brothers 3DS game. Oh, I forgot about that. One, that. that one still counts as the Super Smash Brothers Wii, Wii U, but it's oh, still. Really? Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to piss off the Smash Brothers community, okay? It's the, the last thing we game. need is. What are you gonna do? Connect. Push buttons at me? Oh no! What they're gonna do is they're gonna <laughs> infiltrate the comic book uh-huh. store, okay? And then they're just gonna stench up the place with their odor. Oh, God. That's what they're gonna do. So you got to be careful with that. You know, we got a whiff of that as soon as we open up the comic book day. <laughs> you know, it was so funny. I'm gonna tell you this will go with people, the Guardians oh, of the yeah. Review. Yeah. But we went to go see it at Norwalk, and Norwalk is such an old theater, dude. Yeah. It, no AC. It, Norwalk, Norwalk oh I feel, hasn't been updated. I was years. so no. sweaty because I was sitting next to Nick and Mandy. <laughs> and it wasn't it, it wasn't that we were sitting next to each other. No, we were we just were la- we were laying on each other. Yeah, <laughs> we were sitting so close to each other because you know the theater, like you said earlier, the theater, <laughs> the seats are so good, and I'm like a seat and a half. So like <laughs> so me me and Nick are like mashing together you know and i have mandy which normally me and mandy are used to kind of like mashing together which is fine but i'm i'm a warm person in general so i'm like my hair is getting wet <laughs> i'm like i'm taking oh, off my hat i don't hat. think you saw when i sat down i put my arm against her, him and monica yeah i went <laughs> yeah we were just like that. i was like that i was like this feels right yeah i told monica like oh we're a thruple now yeah. <laughs> like, uh... and now we're a thruple yeah. and she was like wait what what happened <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I and then I remember when I got up to go to the bathroom, I was literally like holding it in, like I could feel it at the tip. And I'm just like, I gotta go. And so as soon as I got up and then I left the theater, I was like, oh god, and I was like, I was cold. Really? No, yeah, uh, just it, imagine when we go see Fast X. I know, but I just, or we're not going to. Oh, we haven't gotten tickets. We haven't yet, gotten so tickets yet. But I thought it was funny because when he got up, because I was getting so used to his warmth on my arm <laughs> that when he got up. The, like there was like a cold that went across my arm because I because like he, he touched the sweat and I was yeah. like I'm like ooh it's cold <laughs> see there's the tangent now yeah. congrats anyway, guys 
Going back to Mario. Yes. Mario's in a lot. Really? I feel like we tangent on Mario. We try to just list every Mario game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we still missed a couple, I can assure you. Oh, that. yeah, we did. Oh, here's Someone's the thing. Like, now oh. Mario, Mario's next accolade is taking the number one spot in the movie list. Yeah. He's going after James Cameron. Mind, mind you, we dude, said good. Mario. There's a mean Mario spinoffs dude, like James, Donkey Kong. Dude, James, <laughs> like, I, I, want James, I want him to James Cameron. Mario. What about if James Cameron jumps on the next Mario movie? James Cameron. So that way he can take it back because he realized that the big people aren't going to do it for him. Mm-hmm. Together, we can rule the universe. Are we getting an Avatar 3? Yeah. It's Are we? I thought people. it didn't make it. It's with the Fire Nation. He just made them. He, I, think, uh, I think it's mostly him just, you know, no, strong yeah. army in the studio be like, mm, make a third one. Let me do it. They're going to make a third one and it's with the Fire Nation people and he's probably going to like fast track this because he sees the threat of Mario coming up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, guys, I, we, we can't let this happen. I just think it's going to be so funny. I just, I want one of like his, I want one of them to have like a burned face. And he just talks about honor a lot. He's got, he's got, a, he's got a fat uncle. He's just like, oh, he's drinking tea. I swear to God. I swear. If this is a straight up Avatar ripoff, man, yeah. I will freaking, I will cry, dude. Can you like, imagine that's what he does with his son? Because he says he's going to focus on his kids more in the future movies. Oh, my God. His son dude. becomes the next Aang. <laughs> it has a little arrow. <laughs> oh well okay. super mario brothers congrats to them uh they've been doing great it was a great movie mm-hmm. and i love how the trend right now on the internet is that you have a lot of people that are super obsessive about that movie but then you have some people that are really talking about the fact that they didn't like it mm-hmm. so i know that meat canyon you know who he is an animator on youtube yeah 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 he did a video where he's like it's okay oh, the and, super I'm, mario yeah, brothers? and i'm like it's fine it's okay to have that's like, fine yeah it's yeah. also it's a kid's movie it's a kid's movie, but yeah. he apparently got so much hate from it that like people were like, oh, it's a movie about kids and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I, I mean, he's not wrong. It was, no. I think if you're not into the franchise as much and you're yeah. not really like a it's nostalgic okay. person, it's okay. That's not fine. only that, but yeah. also I'm really hoping that it does win an Oscar for <laughs> best the, animated film. for either best animated or best original song. So that way it can then be Oscar award winning <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> James Cameron looks at his Oscar for best uh, special effects. He's like, this is garbage. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> that didn't win best original. <laughs> well, he didn't show, he didn't show up for the Oscars this year. So. No, it didn't because he only no, got, he, yeah. he wasn't going to win best picture. Yeah. No, there was no way. No, once he saw everything ever all at once, he's all. <laughs> dude, no, say anything bad. Turned down for what guys no, won the Oscar, dude? What? Everywhere, everything all at once came out before it. And he was like, "I could beat that." And then you know, it went ten out years, to the, and ten then the years movie, more, dude. Yeah, yeah, right. And then the movie came out, and he was like, "Nobody else thought I could beat that." <laughs> he wasn't gonna win. He knew nah, that. He yeah. knew that. Moving on to the next topic, uh, Blade. Back in the news again. Pause production. Oh, 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 buddy, buddy, for the about fourth or fifth or <laughs> yeah. sixth, maybe Another, tenth time. I saw that production. That was funny. With the um, pause production, they pause production because the writers uh, strike. strike. Yeah, so rippity rip, out. dude. Just it's not coming out. out. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> this. This is Marvel's no. Flash, dude. Yeah, dude. dude. Honestly, it's gonna be hilarious when they go to another blade because he's gonna age out of the role. Yeah, he's gonna be eighty-five by the time he's this movie be, comes he's out. He's gonna be the guy that's gonna teach Blade how yeah. to hunt. He's gonna have to be Whisker. Yeah, Whisker or Wes- Wesker. Wesker. You said Whisker. I'm like, what do you mean Whisker? No, it's Whistler. Whisker's the cat. No, it's, no, it's, it's a Whisker. West Whistler. It's Whistler. No, it's Wesker is from Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Blade. Blade. Okay, my bad. Whistler. Whistler. I think it's Wesker. No, it's Whistler. Weasler. It's Weasler, guys. It's a Weasler. It's, we- it's it's Weenie. Weenie Hunt. It's a Weener. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so Blade stopped production again because of the writer strike. So never coming out. I don't. At this point, it's not a surprise. I don't really. 
think that it's here's the thing there hasn't even been talks about a trailer yet or a tease of any sort like it's been in pre-production whistler it's whistler it's whistler so i was right it was in pre-production in a production back into pre-production and then it paused pre-production well then it dropped then it it dropped a director got a director dropped a director again and then got another one (laughs) dude there's so many things going on with this movie and then they then restarted production you know what new director came (laughs) out because they were rewriting it i got a theory blade isn't a movie it's a documentary they're actually fighting vampires, and that's why it's taking too long. All the directors they're hiring, the spots are just traps for vampires. They and they're dying. like, <laughs> guys, we lost another director, but they took down a vampire. That's what it is. It's a documentary. That's why. Uh, moving on to the big comic strip news. Let's talk about the writer strike because that is an important piece of Speaking news. Speaking of which. What? Oh no! Speaking of which, because we're talking about Blade, yeah, because yes. because of the right strike. Yes, can I borrow your phone for that one? Uh, yeah, just open up the, the the thing. I was doing some research on it. Uh, Los Angeles Times did a good article covering it. Here's the thing: there's a lot yeah. of information to talk about in terms of the writer strike. So I'm just going to look at the Los Angeles Times article here and just kind of go over it. But if you guys aren't familiar with it, the writer strike, uh, similar to what happened in what 2008, yeah, uh, the writers are on strike. Long story short, they're looking for more pay. They're Which is fair. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fair. It's a fair thing. People don't know the conditions that writers have to go through when it comes to like shows or even movies that, you know, these writers have to endure yeah. when when upon making scripts. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So the writer strike, I think, started in on May 2nd or May 3rd. Yeah. May yeah. 2nd ish. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, in 2008, 2007, uh, there was a writer strike similar to what was going on here. A lot of production stopped. Uh, a lot of shows were trying to continue on, but then they realized that they couldn't. They got and canceled. That's, they got canceled. Mm-hmm. Or the biggest, most popular example of what happened with the writer strike in 2008 was Heroes. Yes. Yes. Heroes had a short. stellar first season, mm-hmm. and then the writer strike happened. Mm-hmm. They brought in subs. To try to make a season two, yeah. and then everything else afterwards was just. I remember mess. season two. It was a very weird season. Me, me and him were talking about it because uh, one of one of the shows me and him, uh, me and Renee, like watching right now is The Rookie. Yeah, and The Rookie just ended, which means that you know they're going into production, in, and they already got renewed for a new season. So that means the final season. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, supposedly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So which also, how could it be final season? I don't know. That's the thing. The way that this season ended, it didn't felt very. And, like, and then we go here. Like, empty. The... Like, leading up to the end. And yeah. then, given yeah. how it's structured, think about how Scrubs went with its seasons. Oh, with during no. the writer strike. During or... the writer strike. What season would that be? Season. Was... So, rem- if did you watch Scrubs at all? I did. Okay, so remember there was a season where they went uh, on a like on vacation or something like that. Oh, when they went to Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. So that entire season was advertised as the finale. Oh, it was never a season oh, finale right. or yeah, a series yeah. finale. It was, it was just a finale. It was, if it was to end, this is where it would go. And so ABC then picked it up closer to the end yeah. of that mm-hmm. season to then have a series finale mm-hmm. where JD. Yeah, because NBC off. had it before, right? Yes, and, and then NBC ABC picked it. it yeah. And ABC picked it up for yeah. one more season. Mm-hmm. I, I can totally see the rookie getting picked up by something else if it gets dropped by Fox. The rookie is what network? ABC Fox. right now. ABC? Yeah, it's ABC. If ABC cancels the rookie, it's not getting picked up anywhere else. That's the thing. Because ABC is notorious for picking up. No, because you know because you know who could pick it up? Who? It could be a Hulu. Oh, Hulu, because they're, yeah, Hulu could pick it up as a Hulu exclusive. 
So that's the thing. And it's doing very well on Hulu. So yeah. here's kind of like the background details of this writer strike because mm-hmm. I think people don't realize how much the industry evolves over time. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you think back in 2008, 2000 or 2007, 2008, right? Mm-hmm. You had a lot of network television. Yeah. That's where your shows were hidden on, right? Mm-hmm. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, all those. It yeah. was just TV. TV was taken over, right? So they were asking for more pay there. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward. 15 plus years. Yeah. Right. Now we have streaming, streaming, yeah. Netflix, Hulu, everything HBO. is yeah. accessible to a point where it's like, okay, TV, if you don't have the time. Yeah, TV is the main circus for entertainment right now. Te- technology advances. You mm-hmm. have to advance with it. Yeah. So networks are, yeah. you know, they're not the ones that are making the new shows. It's the Netflixes and the Hulus and, you know, the mm-hmm. Disney pluses of the world that are taking over. So basically it was like with, with the involvement of TV reaching these streaming apps, it was only a matter of time before we got another uh, writer strike. Yeah. So the big headline for this is that they're looking for better streaming royalties from okay. from TV shows or which from does, these shows, which does make sense. Because yeah. right now, for most TV, I mean, you don't start hitting your big bucks until after you hit 100 episodes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because once you hit 100 episodes, then you're uh, then you qualify for syndication. Yes. So mm-hmm. they're asking for more royalties in that. That's kind of like the short of it. And I'm not even touching like the deeper parts of what they're I was going to say because that's a bigger payout if you have a show that streams constantly. Like a show that people are just going back to and just rewatching like, over and over. Again. Like like Brooklyn Nine Nine, New yeah. Girl, Friends. Uh, oh, Friends. New Girl. Oh, yeah, Friends. Friends. Friends is on Nick and Night for that like seventy two hour shows. Watch. How I Met yeah. Your Mother. That seventy show. Mm-hmm. Like those like classic sitcoms that are just mm-hmm. being because now you don't have to have syndication where people are gonna where they're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna put it on in a time block in a time block to mm-hmm. fill up space. Now yeah. people just put it on yeah like, i think i've seen how i met your mother at least like three or four times oh yeah same here i've watched i've rewatched how i met your mother i've rewatched um that new, 70 show I've, I've rewatched new girl so many times and seinfeld as well too brooklyn 99 i just put on when i'm watch, when i'm cleaning mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll just put on a random episode yeah that's the thing and it's like you know the the platforms recognize what gets streamed you know or what oh, gets yeah. played with yeah. so obviously you know I would ask for some sort of royalty for Something that. like that, yeah. right? Yeah, not, the, not even like a big thing. Maybe like a small percentage of that. Let me yeah. ask you this before we move on to more talks about yeah. this, right? Okay. Yeah. So when the shows – okay, when you think about shows like Friends, <clears throat> that 70s show, How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. a season would have how Gilmore many Girl. episodes? Gil- Gilmore Girls. How many, Gilmore Girls, yeah. How many episodes would those seasons have? 20 at least. Okay. And then now look at the seasons that exist now. Oh, yeah. Now you have less than 10 episodes sometimes. 10. Yeah, 10. Maybe, 13. Maybe. And, it, and yeah. to hit. Yeah. And to hit that hundred to syndicate, because mm-hmm. that's why a hundred, the hundred mark was always such a big deal. Mm-hmm. That was why everybody was like, "Oh, hundred episode, hundred episode." Yeah, because that also meant you guys hit syndication. Mm-hmm. You guys were able to make it to a hundred episodes. Yeah, but, I mean, because I think even the rookie has like there's there's like two seasons where it's only like what fourteen episodes. Yeah, because that was during the pandemic and stuff. That was like during that. the pandemic, yeah. and then this season came back to being another 2021 20, and then now we're now with this happening they could be less than i'm gonna say it's could gonna be, be six less episodes than, six episodes or maybe less than 15 it yeah. could be that it could be 13 episodes yeah. so the the number of episodes being show. ordered is smaller right yeah whenever a writer strike does happen same thing happened with supernatural during the writer strike for season three of supernatural it got heavily affected by the writer strike so usually supernatural has 22 episodes but for season three, it was less than 20. It was like 18 episodes. Yeah, because they were subbing yeah. in writers to like oh, try yeah. to get this production mm-hmm. going. But now they're complaining that these shows are too short now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these writers that are being contracted to write these mm-hmm. things, 
they're having to fill in the gaps with yeah. multiple different gigs mm-hmm. constantly to try to make their ends meet. The other problem is that their pay hasn't really been adjusted since 2018. Mm-hmm. So the medium for pay there, mm-hmm. again, this is all in the Los Angeles Times uh, article that was released, mm-hmm. I think, a couple days ago, right, Brian, if I'm not mistaken. Does it go, say go how much they line. get paid? Cross the line. Be like a <laughs> it, doesn't, here. it doesn't disclose how much they get paid, though. It right? doesn't. But okay. it was this was the, the article is written or titled, uh, Hollywood's writers are on strike. Here are the five things you need to know. Yeah. Uh, it was written by, I'm going to credit this writer, Anusha Sakuya. I Sorry if I'm mispronouncing the name, mm-hmm. uh, but it was released May 2nd of 2013. Yeah. 2023, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, just so that way you guys can go look at this article. Mm-hmm. But their median pay for writers has not increased since 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so you're mixing your G fuel with your resident, with the remnants of your coffee let cup? Let him. Let him. All right. Let him, dude. That's don't let, heart. Don't let you say that caffeine went to waste. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, writers yeah. still haven't gotten paid. They're still not mm-hmm. getting their pay increase. I'll take a sip. I do need to pick me up. I'm trying not to drink so much caffeine lately. That's not that bad. <laughs> Dang. Um, have you guys seen video of the of the piggin lines that are out there? The, the, the piggin lines? No, I haven't. I've seen no. I do have a friend that I've met a few times, and we follow each other on uh, Instagram. She is part of the writers' strike. So she she, yeah, she did had like a, a sign and everything. I was like, oh okay, good for her. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. I like how here's 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 what I want to see from the writer strike, right? Yeah. I want them to get what they want. What no, they yeah, I think I think it's safe to say we completely agree what why they're protesting. Here's the way I see it. Yeah. No show or movie or anything that is produced in Hollywood mm-hmm. can ever be made if the foundation isn't secure. Yes. And the foundation mm-hmm. are the writers. Are the 100%. Writers. Yeah. There's no argument. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing. You could say, oh, but the producers are the ones that found, the, you know, that fund the projects. Oh, but the directors are the one that lead the projects. Oh, okay, but you don't just build a house on a plot of land yeah. without a foundation, and yeah. your foundation are the writers. Are the writers, yeah. With that said, give them what they're asking for. Yeah. Because, yes, shows are going to continuously run. How many years of film and TV shows do we have that we keep looking back on? Mm-hmm. You guys gave perfect examples of it. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother ended back in, like, 2013, mm-hmm. right? This show is still going on. It's still being overplayed. Yeah. A lot. Friends has mm-hmm. a two hour block ish on Nick at night. Yeah. Still played over and over again. Not just at Nick at night. Yeah. But um, the CW. Yeah. KTLA. They still play it. New Girl gets played like, and it, it's weird because New Girl was one of those shows that I only watched on streaming. And that's how I found out about New Girl. And then now it got moved from Netflix to Hulu now. I thought it was funny because the the other one I've been seeing a lot, especially on the actual network of Fox, mm-hmm. is Malcolm in the Middle. Mal- oh yeah. yeah, I see Malcolm in the Middle playing that a gets lot. yeah that gets streamed a lot too. That's funny how uh, where on, on Hulu, it's, it's on, on Hulu? Hulu, it's on Hulu. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, dude, I was I was rewatching it like a month ago. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, such a good show. That's still dude, a that, show. that show holds. That's still that like holds. there's like there's like nothing there. There are some episodes that are very you could tell. Oh yeah, that was that was written in early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> like so. 90s, yeah. yeah, like the problematic little things here now and then. But overall, still a strong, strong structure structure of a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston kills it. Brian Cranston's great. I yeah. forgot how great he was. So, <laughs> I forgot the comedic chops. Oh, yeah, man. He's so funny. So I'm skimming through this article real quick just to kind of get an idea of what's going on. But apparently there are 11,500 members of the Writers uh, Guild of America on strike right now. That mm-hmm. can change depending on the outcome. There's multiple different other 
um, groups that are trying to join in as well and showing their support. But again, similar to what happened in 2007, 2008, mm -hmm. there's a lot of threat of like, well, if you go and you're not choosing to work, we can technically replace you. So well, that's, yeah, but that's I get that's a see that's a corporate mentality. Yeah, but that's but that, I mean that was the same thing when um what was it when all the superstores went on went on strike. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and like all the uh, and everybody was there and nobody was buying and you know none of the shelves were getting stocked and nothing else. Yeah, and it it really does it really depends. I mean, could you replace these people? True, you could. You could. But I mean, I a mean, lot of these people have. Are you going to get as many people with the same amount of talent, and also the pe the same people that can have the same amount of story? I remember that superstore uh, strike. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. Because I remember my grandma picked me and my sister up from school. She needed to get her prescription, and we like, had nobody to go. was there. Yeah. No. 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 There was a picket line. That's the thing. Yeah. There was an aggressive picket line where we. I think it was like at a Vons. And they were, and they were like, she was pulling up slowly. Cause she didn't want to hit anyone, but they were yelling at her. And they were like, "What are you doing here?" She was like, "Here to get a prescription." And like, "Okay, let her go, let her go, let her go." Because I think that's that was like the line where it was like, "Why are you buying your groceries here?" But if you're gonna get your prescription, that's different. That's a medical. That's a, a medical. Yeah, need. That's a medical need. That's yeah. a thing. And they're like, "Okay, let her go, let her go." I was like, and I remember that stuck with me as a kid. And I was like, "Oh man, like, oh wow." It's just funny that just like unlocked a memory in my head right now. Oh, I was like, hey, you're that, yeah, thanks. You're <laughs> wow, okay. unlocking trauma. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best memory. <laughs> so uh, this also kind of takes into account the article. Also, kind of brings up three examples. Two other examples of the writer's strike, which was in 1988, which lasted 153 days. The one in 2007, 2008 was 100 days. So we don't know how long this one will last. This one just started this month. <laughs> to wrap it up, I will say this. There's two other points I want to bring up uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, there have been a couple of uh, – because, like, here's – I don't want to – I don't want to um, discredit mm -hmm. anyone that's actually, like, trying to go out there and, you know, support. Um, I personally don't like this streamer, but Hassan. Uh, like went out there and um, he was showing support for the Writers Guild okay. or the Writers Strike. And so he was kind of like showcasing how they managed to shut down a, a Marvel production that was ongoing that day. Oh. He also showcased how like certain tactics to stop the picket lines from happening uh, were going around, which mm -hmm. is kind of making neutral gates. How if they, you guys know what they are. How did they stop a Marvel I production? I don't know. I think it was just they were making a loud enough noise. Which they couldn't. Which sure okay but something happened where they stopped the production but he was also what showcasing what a neutral for. gate huh i wonder I, what it was for it was for blade uh, <laughs> yeah, might, uh no because loki would have already been finished yeah but the, the marvels i think done. the only one that's like on the verge of like starting or their casting is only for i'm only thinking fantastic four right now probably but here's what here's a, here's how i think they stopped the production they were talking about um he was showcasing what a neutral gate was which mm -hmm. is like a, an opening for any deliveries or anyone to go into the production area mm -hmm. um you know to go in and out and there are places where the picket line cannot cross uh, it's a neutral area uh -huh. and the, so he was showing off going like yeah this is how like the industry will just kind of like stop a picket line from happening because you're not interrupting the process. They're not being acknowledged. So I think that they managed to like break through the neutral gate and mm -hmm. say like, okay, we're not going to like, we're not going to pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. We're just going to keep going. So uh, that was it. Um, there was another point. They're going to bring in 
they're going to re-talk again, I think, April 14th. Okay. So we'll see how that happens. But uh, I think yeah. we're here for support. Yeah, definitely. We support, we, we support you guys. Yeah, yeah definitely. So uh, any and all information, just go look up uh, the writer strike and uh, see if, where you guys can help out or anything. You guys yeah. don't have to join the strike or the picket lines. But... No, just, you know, if you just kind of like read about it and see why they're doing it. I, I, it does suck that it does affect a lot of productions of stuff that even me and Nick like, or maybe you will like that we'll find out later on that you like television, you like television? <laughs> that uh, Shut your mouth, Nick. on which shows it'll, it'll def- it's definitely going to affect a lot of shows and a lot of movies right now. Without the writers, you wouldn't have had your favorite shows. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So are you still uh, watching the Star Trek shows? Yeah. Are you? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking a question. I'm literally asking a question. And I said yes. So I don't know why are you, are you still subscribed to Paramount plus? Yeah. I'm not. I stopped after like Halo ended. I was, was like, it? yeah, and no, <laughs> no, because I, because I, honestly, I haven't really checked out like the last season of Discovery and Picard was okay. I need a, I need and a. Pike, Pike was meh. Pike was getting Strange good. Strange New World was good. Strange yeah. New World is okay. No, I like it. Well, I, I grew up with I, the, the well, old I, generation. Yeah. Well, so. I need to finish uh, Strange New Worlds. I still need to finish. I, that. I may, I may have to just like sit down and watch them, but it, all right. Also, I need to watch Picard because. Uh, do you, do Mika, you? yeah, I do because uh, uh, Mika Burton, the yeah. daughter of Lavar Burton, I used to follow her oh, when she was she, on the part of it? Rooster Teeth. Yeah, she was. I didn't know that she was Lavar Burton's uh, daughter. Oh, really? Until she announced it a couple of years ago. She's like, "Yeah, this is my dad." And I'm like, "What? What? Your dad's Lavar Burton? That's sick! <laughs> that's I didn't so put the cool. two and two together." Uh, but Burton. she's in the last Mia season Burton. of uh, Picard, so I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." A father Mia daughter. Burton, you said? Mika Burton. Mika. Mika Burton. Burton. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. Uh, we'll wrap it up with comic strips mm-hmm. here. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Star Wars Visions. Nick, your Yay! favorite topic, Star Wars. Uh, it was good. All right, moving on. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but honestly, this uh, this season was, it's good. It's definitely not as good as season one. I, I will give it that. Wow. It's, Okay. It's got good episodes, but I I do feel that season one was stronger. If you guys are not familiar with Star Wars Visions, Visions yes. is a small mini series. It's a collection, an anthology of different uh, stories in the Star Wars universe, uh, animated by different studios around the world. The first well, season, first season was 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 studios that were uh, in Japan. In Japan, yes. This season was global. studios from all around the world. Yes. So this season, global. Uh, but they're anthology stories. They're not necessarily canon. They could be taken into consideration, though. No, I know the first season had some stories that they were taking into consideration. They thought about it, but yeah. I'm pretty sure the star, the giant Death Star lightsaber wasn't going to be one. <laughs> the one with Studio Trigger? Yeah. The one where they were just like, I'm going to mess up this Star Destroyer with my lightsaber! It just puts like a freaking kyber crystal in there. Kyber yeah. and going light speed on a, on a uh, X-Wing. Yeah, riding an X-Wing yeah. like it's a surfboard. I mean, if you wanted top tier Star Wars anime, that would be the episode. But as, oh, of, yeah. as of like... <laughs> like she literally seriously? had lightsabers coming out of her entire body. Yeah. At a certain point. It was awesome. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's it canon. It was voice of... Uh, uh, Allison Brie too. Yeah. Oh, was you, it? Yeah. And then you also oh. have, uh, and then you also had like the Ronin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great. The, oh, that was such a classic the episode. Seven, the seven yeah. Jedi. The, the seven, seven Jedi. There was a bunch of the them ten Jedi. Were, or, yeah, the ten Jedi. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there, there was a bunch of really like classic episodes that were in there. I liked this one because it did. It, there were some some that were like, oh, this is beautiful. Like, it's, so it's so beautiful. We'll finish. We'll finish with your thoughts because you've seen the whole, yes. uh, the whole season. Yes. But Renee and I only. I've only seen the first three. You've seen the first five. Five. Yeah. 
here's my first thought on visions i personally watching the first one was attracted to the idea of like okay this is different styles of animation it's not just anime great mm -hmm. um and i did like the watercolor aesthetics for the first one i think the first one's called the sith or something like that or yes. it's just sith i did like that animation but I was a little bit turned off by the way that a lot of these like independent storytellers are telling their stories, which is they immediately want to mess with the dark side. And it's like, I get the edginess behind it, mm -hmm. no, but, I also but you get... really need to be creative to make it work. I get that, though. But uh, but I do understand the idea, though, because, I mean, everything that we've really talked about for Star Wars has always been about a Jedi. We're yeah. always talking about Jedi. We're always there's always a lightsaber. But you yeah, can we're always following a Jedi. Not Rogue One was yeah. one of those stories that didn't involve the Jedi, and it still worked. You can do those kinds of stories. It's difficult if you're not using like something that's immediately um, memorable about Star Wars, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the third one, uh, where it's the water planet. Mm -hmm. Like you can't tell that this story was about the Star Wars universe until a Tie Fighter comes in like a minute into the the story. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. And so in the first one, you kind of don't get it until you see the droid E two or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. I will say that what did get me from that uh, from that episode was when she has to acknowledge the fact that she has both light and dark, dark. in mm -hmm. her, and mm -hmm. her saber goes yellow, and then the second blade comes out and it's mm -hmm. red. Mm -hmm. That was a cool like oh. Mm -hmm. That's a cool moment. I also like the thing. end painting where it sees like, the hand with the lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Two blades mm -hmm. that was cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but for the first three episodes, I think that you do get to see a lot of variation in the animation. Mm -hmm. You get the watercolor design in the first one. You get the children's storybook design in the second one. And then you get some sort of like stop motion animation mm -hmm. in the set in the third one. Yeah. It's not stop motion, though, I don't think. For which one was the third one? It's the water planet one. Uh, I think it's half and half. Half and half, right? So and then the, and then I think it's five that's claymation. Yeah, which that one was pretty cool. So I like that. you get that you get that variation of it. For me, out of the first three, the second one was probably my favorite one. It was a very to the, start off the one with the cave. The one with the cave, okay. uh, Shrieker's uh, Canyon or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That you have the comfortability of the animation that yes. it feels like a children's story, yeah. and then the last five minutes mm -hmm. where. I, mean, I don't want to spoil it, mm -hmm. so I won't. But the last five minutes, it goes dark. It yeah. And it's like, what the hell did I just watch? You yeah, get really uncomfortable. It, it was really interesting to see that story play out. And you're watching it, and you're like, oh, like you're thinking, well, it's just a wise tale story. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's their imagination. I thought for a second, I thought because they're going inside of a cave, I was like, are they, are they on a cave that's like Dagobah? Like, yeah, are they going to go yeah. in and see their own, like, fear? Yeah. But it, it ended up being just that that entity. That, or, ent yeah. that is a better story, though. That is. That is a cooler story. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> like, but, yeah, the the, the idea of, oh, dang, that would have been sick. Right? It's like they go into that cave, and I'm like, that's a cool little, like, uh, way to kind of be like, oh, well, there's multiple caves like these across the galaxy and stuff like well, that. Yeah. But I think they wanted to kind of like make their own story in the sense that wasn't so familiar with the Star Wars. Yeah. Lore, and which I can 100 percent. And, and I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. I do like the the turn it takes, though, because you think it's going to go in one direction and then yeah. it ends up going in another direction. Yeah. And then it, that direction, it just goes off a steeper hill mm -hmm. where you're like, wait, I did not expect it to go this way. Yeah, because well, just. I because later on there there is one there's some that are really cool like uh, there's one that kind of looks like it's taking place inside of like Mumbai and it's on a train okay and uh, his sister is uh, it's a it's a 
kid and his his baby sister, and his sister is a force user. She doesn't understand that you have to hide that. Uh, and they're on yeah. a, and, and they're like running on a train. It's pretty cool. I gotta uh, watch that. Yeah, yeah, that one's Definitely. really that one's really sick. There's also one where uh, it's the start of a rebellion at a kyber crystal uh, mine. And like all these people are uh, mining for kyber crystals and they're uh, reaching out to the city because the city doesn't know that people that have been imprisoned from the city are being enslaved in the kyber crystal mines. Uh, and so like they're reaching out. That one's really sick. Uh, Spy Runner, I mean, Spy Dancer is awesome because Don't spoil them. Don't spoil Let people watch this. <laughs> but I'm, I, there, there's a lot of like really cool, like different ones. Spy Runner is, is really beautiful because it's kind of, it has like this animated Cirque du Soleil kind of like vibe to it, but also to have this intrigue of like, it's, uh, it's somebody who's, you know, spying on the empire and there's, there, there's a, there's a turn that happens near the end and it's really, really cool. Also the way that they designed the K2 unit, because the K2 unit is like, it's stocky and everything else and it has a huge scar across its face like yeah. it's been in battle it's pretty cool uh renee what were your thoughts on the first five episodes that you saw i thoroughly enjoyed it like the episode that you watched was the the one with the cave which uh -huh. was really good i actually liked that one the, the fifth one i think or the fourth one where it was the the daughter and her mother was it the fifth or fourth you know when the daughter wants to become like a pilot oh yeah that's the fifth one that's, that's the fifth the, one that's the claymation one right? oh yeah yeah that's the, yeah the claymation one which is cool that's the thing i like that one because it it's a different change it's up a, from star it's, wars and it's a it's a it's a race right? yeah it's mm -hmm. uh it's kind of like a rebel and her mom and mm -hmm. then it's an imperial and her mom mm -hmm. and they're racing against each other which is cool it's cool. a cool dynamic and stuff so i i really enjoyed that one as of right now but the other ones you were talking about i'm like oh god yeah those, those sound pretty cool yeah um I thoroughly liked it. Uh, I pointed it out that this there seems to be a set theme, a subtle set theme. The first Vision season was just Jedi, it seemed like. And then this one is more either Sith slash Dark Side, which is cool. I mean, if there is a set theme in each one, I'm for it. I'm for so we could each studio can explore that theme. You know? I will jump with that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to expand it a little bit further. Mm -hmm. I think that the idea when the visions first came out mm -hmm. was that they really wanted to touch on the Jedi and mm -hmm. the Sith, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's one that I remember. I cannot remember the name of it, but it was the one where the brother of mm -hmm. uh, the Jedi goes and tries. It's 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 like it's like the Ronin mm -hmm. kind of setting that theme. Mm -hmm. But he goes and fights a, a Sith Lord and it turns out to be someone that they're related to or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so he ends up turning. Uh, towards the dark side. Is it the last episode? I of think the it's the last yeah. one. Yeah. So. Oh, that that one's the also. That's also a really cool one too. I think it's the next one right mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. uh, for yours. It's all about uh, what was it? The the fact that so that one. I Are we guess, talking about the second one? What? <laughs> yeah. I was still talking about the first one. I was, I was, I was talking about the first season. Yeah, but you like, reminded him of the next. No, of yeah, the next I don't hold, hold up. Why are you? Why are you cutting my thought process short? Because it's lame. No, it's uh, not lame. <laughs> I go. But I, I was going to jump up more yeah. than that one because ahead, yeah. we had the Jedi Sith theme mm -hmm. here. I think what's going on with the way that they're telling stories here mm -hmm. in the second season is that they really want to expand on the universe and mm -hmm. not just touch on the Jedi Sith storylines mm -hmm. yeah they really want to explore the world and mm -hmm. the universe of star wars and that's yeah. why you have those stories there i would love to see a story of a lifestyle of a stormtrooper honestly yeah. you know or the, a, even the like a, a stormtrooper yeah or like a rebel 
warrior or something, you know? Yeah. That would be cool to see. If if we're going to be doing that, I want them to explore that more. Because I've always been interested in in a story of, a, like, Star Wars, if they just tell us the story of none of, like, no Jedi, no political stuff. I just want to see a person living yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. And I always wanted to see that through the eyes of, like, a stormtrooper. Like, we get to see them, like, how they how they, you know, came to be from the day they were born, seeing how the Empire is, them believing that what the Empire is how doing. Boring, how stuff. boring their actual life is. Yeah, and something like that. But have it be yeah. traumatic because, you know. Yeah, and, it, and then you see them fight, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for my cause. Like, I truly believe in this. That, that would be a really cool story. That actually John would, Bodega. That would be really interesting to, to kind of see it uh, mm-hmm. when you meet it like um saving private ryan yeah like that kind of like from that angle of mm-hmm. like them storming the beaches of mm-hmm. yavin 4 mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like well, yeah and they're, but like they're, and they're mowing come on down buddy let's do know. this <laughs> why they take the seats straight out of saving private ryan freaking the, the gates just drop and they all get blasted tom hanks is giving you a, a freaking uh, speech behind all right gentlemen <laughs> You're gonna go in here. Some of you're gonna live. Some of you're gonna die. <laughs> you see, uh, somebody you see a laser hit one of the helmets, and he goes, takes it off. Just like, whoa! <laughs> like, oh no! Oh, no. Uh, Nick, take us away with its uh, final thoughts on vision. No, I, 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 I do think that I'm excited for a, a season three, which was I, announced. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is announced. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I, I, if they keep on doing it, where they release it on May the fourth, that's gonna be great. Yeah. I think that's little... the plan, but I don't think they can rush animation for a year. Well, I don't so know. I it's if it, it depends no, on where they're going or where they're. What studios they hit on? Yeah, they've contracted those but, studios but already. But my thing is that, because my thing is that while they were working on season two, I would have already been contracting people for season three. Yeah. Especially if I'm already going to announce that season three is coming out. Right after already, season two airs? Yeah, like yeah. right after season two airs, I would have already been contracting people and having them working on I wonder it. if season three will be like, because they already did Japan, they did mm-hmm. global. What's next? Planetary. <laughs> Planetary. Yeah, you get a, <laughs> they go to Mars. They go to Mars. <laughs> To, to take, different to, universes to, across to the galaxy right? no but I, I really do think that you know visions is a great story american <laughs> like, <laughs> season three we're going american <laughs> just have a, it just looks like avatar uh, <laughs> one looks like avatar the other one looks like fat like a family guy oh my god seth, seth mcfarland seth MacFarlane. <laughs> he would do an episode he would do it he would seth, seth green seth it's just an episode of yeah, i'm a sap <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but I'm excited to see where Visions goes because I'm okay with it just where it's global because you do get these different ideas. You do get these different takes on Star Wars. And I do feel like that's something that we've missed out uh, as Star Wars fans. Like we're very secluded in our idea of what this is, what Star Wars is. Yeah. yeah. And I love the idea of Visions because Visions really opens our mind, our, opens up the fandom to these new and cooler ideas and who knows? Maybe some of them, you know, become something bigger. Maybe some of them don't. Maybe, maybe they some... dig into canon. Yeah, maybe they dig into yeah. canon. Who knows? But I mean, they are still really cool, <coughs> and really awesome stories, and I want to see more. Yeah, no, I think we all do. So, same. Vision three will probably be out within two years, maybe. We'll there, see. There is there there is one where it's pretty. It's it, it's dark from the very beginning where it's uh, just a let him watch the season. It's a it's a Padawan dealing with uh, what was it like just a bunch of people dying in front oh, really? of him cool. and awesome. like he's dealing with it it's it, it's pretty actually cool. 
quick shout out to Lewis yeah. who uh, notified Nick last issue. Oh, still Star Wars time, yes, yes. Uh, that Disney Plus took our idea. <laughs> so funny. Made a playlist of <laughs> all the Ahsoka yeah. essentials. So Nick is expecting his um, my paycheck. Check. Yeah, you want Hold your check, check, dude? Actually, can't, dude. Look what's happening with the writer strike. <laughs> Yeah, I gave you a perfect idea to use old material to get new content. Yeah. Check me. <laughs> I uh, want to check. At Nick Blair. And yeah, now no, you will me. see Nick on the picket line. Give me that. Go, like, give me, me my check. I yeah. want my check. <laughs> that's, that's all his sign says. <laughs> I want my check. <laughs> you know what? I'll fit in. I'll fit in <laughs> yeah, but. Uh... <laughs> Did they steal from you too? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just want I just want, oh I, just my want my, gosh. I just want my piece of the pie. That's yeah. it. I just want my piece. All right. All right. <laughs> Last topic of this issue Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Mm. James Gunn's Swan Song out of the MCU as he goes <laughs> into DC films. Um this is going to be a spoiler filled uh review yes obviously so if you have not seen it go and watch it then come back and uh, enjoy our thoughts yeah, on this pause it right here at the 56 minute mark well a couple minutes afterwards because it's not gonna be 59 minutes somewhere mark. around that hour. Yeah. 56 to 59 minutes 59 yeah uh but this is your warning that it's going to be filled with spoilers mm -hmm. and let us begin i'm going to start by saying this i'm glad james gunn did not kill anyone you know what yeah you know, I'm I'm glad he spoiler. Felt, right? <laughs> hey, he gave him a warning. That was like a two That's, minute warning. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what? <laughs> Ryan's gonna like. Oh. He's like but, uh, <laughs> Brian's dead to me. <laughs> no, it was really interesting. He decided not to go that cliche as of like I'm gonna end my 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 guardians movie the like, way and, yeah. i wanted to end yeah you and, know what and i think that would be great especially for once you get down the line like maybe secret wars or past that yeah when you go oh cool let's bring the guardians back yeah that's and another thing too he he also made it fair that was like okay i'm gonna end the stories here but i'm gonna keep them alive so marvel can keep using them if they choose to do so. If they choose to do so. Or actors just decide to come back. He gave them that freedom. Yes. So, it's not like, oh, well, you know, Scarlett Johansson can't come back. Okay. You know, like, But here's here's the thing. So yeah. James Gunn did a tiny Q&A yeah. yesterday on Twitter. Okay. I tried to ask him a question. He didn't answer. I was like, oh, oh man. But uh, someone like, did Brian? ask. No. <laughs> Turtle. Uh, so, <laughs> I asked him two questions. One was already answered, so he didn't answer that one. The other one, that was a good one, but he didn't answer it. Uh, but he, I asked him if he would ever come back if the conditions were right to do a volume four. And he said, no. Mm. So that is confirmed that he does not he's have good. any plans right now yeah. to make a volume four. I, he's too busy, dude. Honestly, he is, and he's he, running he, 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 DC he be, films. He would be but far too busy. I'm thinking in my head, like if they were ever to bring in characters for other movies, like if they do another Thor movie, yeah, they can bring in some guardian, some guardians characters or even Avengers movie, King dynasty or secret wars. Yeah, they could, and they, they they have the freedom to come back. They have that freedom to do so, but mm -hmm. the way that this the stories end for each one, mm -hmm. it's a full circle wrap up. It and is. I think because um, Andy and I were discussing this mm -hmm. after the movie, and we were pretty satisfied with how things ended. 
Andy didn't cry apparently, and I'm like, why are you so heartless? Like you didn't even cry at the part where Rocket almost died. She's like, because well, I kind of knew. Mom, and I'm like, Mom. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you knew. Okay, it's just you know sometimes it hurts. All Man, right, Mandy couldn't watch certain scenes when it was the scene where he first says his first word. Rocket oh, hurt. hurt. She she literally went like this. No, I I couldn't and do I was that. Like, oh. I don't know if I told you this, but um, <laughs> I couldn't see Rocket in his eyes as Baby Rocket because it reminded me of my dog. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's two things I can't stand: human on human violence, especially mm-hmm. like domestic violence. Yeah, I can't do that. I get really aggravated and angry about it. Two, uh, animal abuse. Can't stand it. And yeah. That's- Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! I knew you were gonna say something like that, dude. It's not even a joke. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Shut up, funny. I'm not not trying to be funny. Shut up, dude. No, but uh, he's not doing it. Shut up! It's not funny. (laughs) No, but um, no, I see what you mean. Um, they. I hate you. So, working here yesterday, a lot of people were asking, "Oh, how is Guardians of the Galaxy?" I go, "It's intense. It's very intense." Yes, you're watching it, and it's not for the faint of heart. You know. What, what I tell him is the reason why I like it so much is that James Gunn was like, I am not going to do the Marvel plucky kind of happy going thing. This is sad. Yeah. This is going to be depressing. All scenes starting, starting, I'm going to start the scene sad. I'm going to end the scene sad mm-hmm. and stuff in between. I'm going to have my humor, Yeah, but I'm going to, so, and this made me really, really like it too, that I'm excited for him and his Superman movie mm-hmm. because everyone thought James Gunn has this like, Oh, it's always fun. He's always cussing. He's always bloody. This one shows I can make a serious film, put some humor in there, but I'm going to make you cry. He understands mm-hmm. character development yes. and stories. Mm-hmm. And that's what's the beauty about this. Yeah. My favorite line out of the whole movie is the story has always been about you. Mm-hmm. You just didn't know it yet. Yes. The story of Rocket. It is great. And he confirmed that in the Q&A mm-hmm. yesterday. He says the story, the, the three yeah. volumes. Rocket's always been the focus for him. Rocket was the story. And mm-hmm. that was great to see. But the thing is, is that the way the movie ends mm-hmm. is that everyone has a full circle wrap up. You don't force certain things to happen because you want your typical Hollywood ending. So the perfect example of this is Star-Lord mm-hmm. and Gamora, right? Yes. So they, they have the romance all the way up until mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. right? And then she ends up dying, comes back from a different well, timeline. Actually, she, they have the romance all the way up until Infinity uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, Infinity War. Yeah. In, in the three, in the context of the three volumes, it's mm-hmm. the first two, and then she ends up dying in Infinity, mm-hmm. right? And then comes back. The typical Hollywood ending to that story is that they fall in love again. Yeah, he he finds a way to make her fall in love with her again. But I mean, Gunn doesn't do that. No, I mean, it kind of feels like there's there's room for it. Like she can kind of see. I, under, I maybe by the end of it, I'm understanding what I saw in you. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily that I'm I'm falling because in love she's with you. he's not forcing that, yeah. and that's the beauty of it is that it's under their own terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Like if you want as a writer to take this story further, mm-hmm. you have that option of romancing them mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. Right. But the way that he leaves these two characters is like it's kind of like real life, mm-hmm. right? I don't have feelings for you because I'm not the same person. Mm-hmm. But if there was a different you know opportunity, mm-hmm. I will fall in love with you again under my terms and conditions. Not, mm-hmm. not only that, but also you can kind of see by the end of the movie that it's not that Gamora, because he says that she's a jerk the entire movie, but mm-hmm. it's not that she's a jerk. It's that she, she's been picked up by her family, which is the Ravagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she views the Ravagers yeah. as she used to view the Guardians. Yes, so, definitely. Because you can see when she gets back on uh, Sakaar's ship, 
she's she feels at home she feels at home they're hugging her they're they're like saying oh good job everything mm-hmm. else and just like how the guardians would have so she feels at home there because that's who mm-hmm. picked her up after the events of and the game. this isn't the same gamora that we knew from volumes one and two this no, is a this different was, gamora. yeah this was, this was right pre- after her her alliance with the Thanos. exactly this would have been pre-ronin yeah yeah so mm-hmm. this is a completely different Gamora, which mm-hmm. is James Gunn basically understanding that aspect and saying, I can't force the attributes of the old Gamora onto this one. Yes. You also have a good wrap up with Groot. And I think that Groot, Groot is special to me because Groot was literally the figure like a, he was just like a, a he was Grogu, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here to sell toys. Mm-hmm. I'm big, bulky tree guy with adorable. cool abilities. Mm-hmm. Adorable. I turned baby. Then I turn teenager. Mm-hmm. Then I'm a badass, like young adult. Swole. Yeah, I'm a small adult, <laughs> right? But I think that the Can I build- turn into Vin Diesel. Yeah, <laughs> no, they took that literal. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I like so much about Groot, though, is mm-hmm. that three words "I am Groot" mm-hmm. meant so much more when he said "I love you guys" at the end. Yeah, and Andy had a very good theory mm-hmm. about this. That line—that's the question I asked him, mm-hmm. and I want him to answer and be like, I want him to confirm yes or no. Mm-hmm. She theorizes that. I am that he didn't say I love you guys. She's theorizing I am Groot, but we had enough of a close connection to Groot that we we understood it. it. Yeah, he already he already confirmed that. Did he really? Yeah, he already said it inside of an interview. Okay, good. So, uh, what was it? Yeah, the idea is is that because of our connection with Groot and because we've been spending nine years with him Mm -hmm. and everything else that we have his last words. His last words are I we I love you guys, Mm -hmm. but it was. Now we understand Flora Colossi as well uh-huh. as an audience. And the key to understanding that little pick, because Monica picked it out too, was she goes, the first thing that triggered my thought on that one was because Gamora understood Groot at the very end mm-hmm. because she had finally built that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of like Gun tipping his hat as to this is what this means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once he did it, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, as an audience, we now are family. Like, we're all family mm-hmm. with the Guardians. Did you notice at the end of the credits, when it's at special thanks, mm-hmm. the first... Uh, to the fans. Yeah. So this to this movie was this him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it said to the fans that, to, that made this all possible. Yeah. yeah. Now, so, um, one thing that I do want to touch on before I have to go, I have to go see, um, is that the usage of Adam Warlock... Now, I am not saying that I am disappointed, but I did wish we had a little bit more of Adam Warlock usage. But in the story, it didn't make sense to have him, which is weird because you have him. He would he would be more essential to Thanos's story than to just being like, oh, we're just we're going to we're going to save him for later. And then it seemed like the Marvel Studios didn't know what to do with him after. It's it's yeah. it's James Gunn acknowledging the fact that mm-hmm. he didn't have that opportunity to mm-hmm. use him the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of said, we're going to put him in a story and use him as like not comedic factor, but as a catalyst for problems mm-hmm. to constantly happen in the story. Yeah. And then the whole True. point was to make him a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of was at the end. But mm-hmm. they again, the character development aspect mm-hmm. of it is he grew into becoming a good guy. Yeah by that character development in one movie. Not only that, but also he's supposed to be the next, it's kind of like another rocket because he's supposed to be the next evolution of the sovereign. Uh And, you know, especially when she has, when he has like the little animal, Mm -hmm. she's saying, just throw it out the airlock. Like, why, why are we keeping it? And he's like, no, like I actually, he actually has 
empathy. He actually mm-hmm. has feelings. He actually cares about what's happening because like after it's staring at him and he goes, I don't really like the way it's staring at me after I killed its owner. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you can tell that he is a child. Like, he's learning. Heart. He's learning. Yeah. Like, I love that scene where she just goes like, show him that we mean business. And then he just goes, <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> yeah. Blast him. Blast him. Melting him. him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you catch? Okay. So a couple cameos. Yeah. Uh, just before you end up. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we still have you for like another three minutes? Yeah. Fish? Okay, cool. Um, the cameos. Nathan mm-hmm. Fillion in there that was oh, good one. great did you Best. notice jennifer holland was in there too yeah yeah who's jennifer holland? uh james gunn's wife oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i didn't recognize her oh, until really? i saw her eyes because i was like those eyes look really as familiar as soon dude. as i saw her like first on screen i was yeah. like oh, oh james gunn's wife yeah, yeah. Like, oh, james jennifer wife. holland has beautiful eyes yes like very unique and i'm like why do i recognize those eyes mm-hmm. so much and i'm like She's- Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Stared into him in Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) So that was great to see. Apparently, Pete Davidson also had a cameo. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know who, though. Probably a voice or one of the one of the aliens. Oh, you know what? Maybe 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 he was the one that was talking. Nathan Fillion was saying, "I got one of those too." And he points at the guy. Oh, that could have been Pete. That could have been Pete. Yeah. Been. You know what? It might have been. <laughs> it might have been Pete. That kind of does sound yeah. like Pete where he goes like, Wait, oh, what I- are you talking to me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love that scene where he's, st- he's staring at it for a good like two minutes. He's like, let's go ahead. Cause you I get do- it. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to end up you have yeah. to go and yeah no Zeke and i will probably talk for another 10 minutes go for or it, so. yeah. but um let's give us your thoughts about the ending because oh yeah the the way it wrapped up mm-hmm. was there were a lot of biblical references here mm-hmm. there was the infamous doctor who line of like there is no god there that's is no why god. i stepped in yeah. right with the with the uh, high evolutionary is that a, is that a yeah. doctor who line it's uh david it's, tennant yeah it's david tennant uh because david tennant's character is constantly like he's his doctor is always like science 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 and he goes, you know, there isn't a higher being. That's a thing. He can change timelines and yeah. futures of people. He can do all of this. And how can there be a God? Yeah. If he can do all of this, how is there a God? Yeah. yeah. So that that quote right mm-hmm. there. Right. And so you had a lot of biblical references, mm-hmm. specifically the one that got me. Mm-hmm. Peter Quill dying and then Adam Warlock. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. With that said, your final thoughts on mm-hmm. this movie and the way it wrapped up. What did you think about it? I overall liked it. I, I was telling Nick in the theater, I, and I was telling him very quietly, I go, okay, this is the superior fa- phase five film. Yeah. Like, so far, this is this is going to be hard to top. Marvels is not going to do that. The Marvels is going to be good. I don't think it's going to be better. But uh, it, might be, it, it could be fun. Yeah, Marvels is going to be fun. I definitely feel like the Marvels is going to be fun. But, but overall, like- this was really good. I, I like this a little bit more, just a little bit more than No Way Home. Because No Way Home... I think No Way Home is good for like the feeling of like the Spider-Man coming together in this one. Yeah. But in in Guardians of the Galaxy three, you have that good wrap up of every all the, all the characters. They all yeah. have a good ending. Um, everyone feels so much more closer. You feel the connection between everyone, and it's a good payoff from watching from Guardians one to now. You know, you're watching this movie and you're satisfied. Yeah. You're like, yeah, this is really good. Soundtrack was great too. I'm glad that volume they. Volume three. Yeah, for volume three, this is going to be a banger. I like the last song that they chose to play from the early 2000s. Florence and the Machine. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a good song to end it. You know, and I thoroughly like the end credit scene. He did say that he got every piece of music he wanted to for all the Guardian mm-hmm. movies except the one. There was I a feel, copyright issue. I feel like he, and I feel like it was uh, BC Boys Intergalactic. 
I feel like he wanted to use that song. No, I'll show you the tweet. Oh, it's tweet. It was okay. a different one, yeah. Because I was because I was telling Nick on the way home, I'm like, I feel like he wanted to use Intergalactic, and it would have fit in Guardians Three, but for the fight scene, yeah, right? for that yeah. fight scene, because he had the Beastie Boys, but he had uh, No Sleep Till Brooklyn, and yeah. I was like, it's in it, the same album, I think. Yeah, it's the same album. So, but I think uh, Mar- Marvel was like, no, we're gonna use that for Marvels, because it's Intergalactic and stuff like that. So, but how much more better would that be? Oh, so Pete Davidson was the was the experimental dude. He's like, no oh, way, Mantis, dude. When Mantis was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not screaming at you. I'm screaming at the other <laughs> thing. But you look cool though. Like, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was that's Pete even Davidson. better. That was Pete that's Davidson. A cool, that's a cool cameo. Yeah, thanks, babe. That's, that's hilarious. That's credit to Mandy. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Thank that's you, great. Mandy. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that. Overall, no, overall, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. Mandy still needs time to recuperate emotionally before she sees it. It. um i this is my favorite guardians movie obviously yeah oh i yeah. think it's it's the superior guardians movie mm-hmm. i will say that i the one thing i don't agree with <coughs> is people saying that this is the superior trilogy in the mcu i still no. think that the spider-man trilogy is the better of those three for me three. for me it would have to be captain america spider-man and guardians captain america was a trilogy yeah oh yeah because civil war, civil I don't war. Really, but yeah. the thing is that i don't really all right, like, well that's my time i gotta go okay guys. all right for of the trilogies i honestly i still like iron man i like the iron man trilogy because it, he has a full arc going all the way through and then once you get to the third one he you know he gives up being you know i don't have to be iron man all the time yeah i can be tony stark i can have a family true that's 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 true um but I mean, I, it's not—it's not my favorite. There's a Guardians personal. There's a that. personal line, but I think that each trilogy has its own place right. in terms of like what you can do. So like the best example I can give you is like the 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 Iron Man storyline, the Iron Man trilogy, right? Is a story about no, I would even say the Iron Man and the Captain America trilogy. It's a very much character driven trilogy, True. right? So you have that there. Uh, the Spider Man line—it's a trilogy of generations because you lead up to the three different Spider Men. True. Right. And I think that this Guardians trilogy that we have here, it's much more than an MCU trilogy. I think that this is a journey of James Gunn. I think that this is a self not redefining, but like a uh, like a like a self-expression of James Gunn I, I and his work. F- I do feel that every single one of the Guardians movies was always like, uh, look what I learned. Yes. Like, this is what I this is what I already like in Guardians one. This is what I already know how to do. Mm-hmm. I think Guardians two was much more of this is what I learned from Guardians one and also just everything else I've been working on. Yeah. Then Guardians three was much more of this is my life and this is what I've been going through. Yeah. And, you know, I've been because I imagine that when he wrote Guardians three, he wasn't exactly in the highest of places. He did say that this, the rocket storyline is very uh, he's close to it. Yes. So I can kind of see that maybe there's parallels, though, in terms of like maybe this is too deep of a process to think about. But maybe Hollywood was trying to change him into something better and he didn't want to. And now he's his own independent person. I don't sure. know. And, and you know, honestly, I, I can see, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what James Gunn does next. I, he, his next movie that he's working on is Superman. Legacy. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Superman Legacy. I'm excited to see it because honestly, I can already see. What I want to see is I, I I can already see it of Superman flying in the air, tapping his foot and listening to the world. And I can but I can see that as like a great opening of like you're just seeing the world and you can see like he's like listening into Metropolis as like a whole. Yeah. And he's and he hears the city as its own song. 
And then, like, you can kind of hear him, like, you know, going in, and then he's peeking into it, and you can hear, like, a scream. And, like, him opening his eyes and then but bursting into action. Yeah. And I think that would be such a cool but – I, but I feel like that's a James Gunn thing to do. You think he – he did say he's starting off with a younger Superman, right? Starting off with a younger yeah, Superman. Yeah, so I can but, see that. But I want it – but – and my thing is that I don't want the, the origin. I don't want anything like that. I want to see Superman. He's already in the cape. He's already protecting Metropolis. He's new on the scene. But – you know he's you know he's doing his thing. I want to wrap up with uh, some James Gunn talk, uh, but let's just kind of wrap up our thoughts on Guardians real yeah. quick. Guardians to me was a fully engaging movie. Like I couldn't take my eyes off of it for a second, and it was one of those movies where you're not looking at your watch to see how long it's been. Mm-hmm. I was just engrossed in the movie from the start all the way to the end. I, I never and the movie, and neither did the movie started strong five minutes in immediately the movie starts and you're into the action like intense mantis breaks her arm base or Adam Warlock breaks her arm oh he almost murders the entire guard basically in the first five minutes of the movie yeah. and it starts off like that and that's the entire it's all gas no stop yeah from the I mean, very it, beginning it's it, it's pretty it's pretty much like oh warlock is uh pretty much unbeatable yeah no he's, there's he's, no way he's just invincible <laughs> He's uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. X. Yeah, from Resident Evil Two. He's just he's he's a perfect being, and there's nothing we can do. About it. <laughs> Basically, it's so dark, but also I do. I, did you see the um the clip that James Gunn put on TikTok? Which one? Where it's uh Aaron Killen and she's carrying the Peter Quill doll. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a thirty-five pound doll, and it looks identical. To Chris Pratt. Yeah, and Chris Pratt's also carrying him. And Chris Pratt's like carrying it around. And he's like looking at him. He goes, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is. It is. Because <laughs> it looks almost identical. And you can hear Gun in the background going like, yeah, remember that Remember that scan we did of you like last month? <laughs> this, this is what they were was... making. This was and he's like, oh my God, it's weird. It's, <laughs> it's a movie that'll keep you just focused on throughout the whole movie and i will say that maybe the only flaw that i find in this movie that's probably noticeable is that there's a lot of serious moments that then get interrupted with a little bit of humor that kind of don't fit um like like, um so there's a part where uh the high evolutionary ship is about to take off from counter earth and they include a little bit of like humor with nebula and then um drax and mantis and it's like this is a serious moment where things are about to go down you don't need to break that tension with a joke that, that only lasts. It was um, what was it? Shoot, it was when they were trying to break in through the door. I think so. Yeah, that, like that's that's a good example of it. Is when they're trying to break through the door as they're going up in space. Because I and thought then the, you see uh, Peter and Peter and, and Groot just fall, and it's like that's funny, but it's also an intense moment. You just had a good action packed sequence, literally an Iron Man two action sequence, like War Machine and, and Iron Man. Yeah. Like, like, I, but I, my, okay. Here's my thing, though. I, yes, it's a really cool action pack sequence, but I do think it's also it, it leads into the next scene of the fact that Drax is an idiot, and <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, and and the fact that Nebula doesn't really listen to orders. Yeah, like Nebula, what Nebula is still like, like she she's she's not really about taking orders she's all about like i'm going to protect peter i'm going to protect the the guardians um you know if drax and also mantis would have stayed at the ship then that would have been a lot easier but also how do i get drax mantis and nebula to the high evolutionary ship to find the kids 
there. So yeah. it's it's one of those things of like, okay, I need to get I need to get those three people. No, it's on to the progress ship. the story, right? Because yeah. you wanted to explore more of the ship. It wasn't just so much about saving Rocket. There was more to this high evolutionary, right? And his crew. And yeah. so it expanded that story more. That, that was why I felt like the, the comedic moment there was okay, just because it was like, okay, how do we get these three into the ship? Because that is pretty funny. Like, And also, you don't have that same moment of, with if they're not on the ship, of Rocket saying, at least we're all okay. I can see it being a 50-50 split in a sense, though. Maybe. Like, where it's like, some people will think that the humor is okay, they'll like be able to laugh. To me, I, I get very emotional during certain parts. Like, if the moment's supposed to be intense, I want intensity. If the, most, okay. the moment's supposed to be humorous, I'll find it funny. And I you can't switch. Half half. I don't. I don't like switching back and forth. Like, I love switching back and forth. I can't. It's. I, it's. I, I, I like it. It's too much. You, dude. I, you should see my stress meter throughout the whole movie. Should, <laughs> it was bad. It was should, like all in red. Should, should have documented it. Uh, <laughs> I just like. <laughs> no, it was like red the entire time. It was like stress uh, for two and a half hours. Because I, I do like the scene. Just seeing like. Nebula just just break down when she see when she hears Rocket and it's like it's like oh my god we did it like you were able to save me. Nebula was one of those characters that had a really good growth and I think if we're gonna wrap it up with the the Guardians talk here if you really want to see good character development that James Gunn can do watch Guardians one through three and pay attention to Nebula because Nebula is one of those characters that started off one way very dark very you know very secluded from everyone. And then she ended up opening up towards the end. But I do get her and Rocket's connection because her Nebula and Rocket were alone for five years. Yeah. They thought they were the only ones that were left from the Guardians. They thought that everybody else was dead. So they got a lot closer in the five years that everybody else was gone. Yeah. So it's I can totally I, I totally understood when Nebula just started breaking down. And kind of going like, oh my god, we did it. Like, we were able to save Rocket. And the idea of like, we're in the ship. We're here to save you. And it's like, in what ship? High Evolutionaries. <laughs> I'm in our ship. Where's everybody else? Well, we came over here to save you. But that other line that she delivers to Gamora where he's like, we're family. Like, this is my family. It's like, you never really got to hear that line coming from Nebula. Like, we're family. We're family. And she goes, so is he. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, Nebula is saying you're family, Quill. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. Be uh, just to see that kind of that contrast. Okay. Yeah. Mandy, do you mind uh, opening up the uh, the time real quick? Should be 120. Yeah. 120, 122. No, stop that at the password. <laughs> Got 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go ahead and just talk about James Gunn for a moment sure. here. Uh, because James Gunn did something that I feel like a lot of directors nowadays have trouble doing in Hollywood, which is redefining and even redeeming themselves from certain things that happen. So James Gunn I feel, has... I feel like also sending off your characters with a good story. Yeah. How do I send off my characters? Without killing them. Without killing, without giving them the, the ultimate send out of like, oh, they died. Yeah. Whereas it's like, how do I send them off where they can still go have adventures on their own without me telling it? And it still be a pretty cheery ending. Yeah. I'm not going to say that James Gunn is the best. It's Mandy. <laughs> I'm not going to say that um, James Gunn is the best director right now in Hollywood. Right. But I will say that Hollywood has one of the best directors in James Gunn. True. Simply because when you look at James Gunn's directing and how he's portrayed his stories to the market to the audiences to the production and everything 
he's not only doing film for film, he's doing film because he's having fun doing so. And it's a very tough thing to grasp because you really think about it when you're screenwriting, when you're directing, you are trying to deliver a piece of work and you get lost in that work. And at no moment did I ever feel like James Gunn saw this as work. True. You don't feel that the music selection was fun. The characters all had great humor. He wanted to tell the story the way he wanted to tell it. And he wrapped it up the way he wanted to wrap it up. And I, and I feel like that comes from him seeing the guardians as aspects of himself. These are all things that they all have traits that I have and I can display them individually throughout the guardians and in the relationships I can exploit and not necessarily exploit them, but I can kind of like show them and bring them to the, bring them to the forefront yeah and think about his previous work so far so he's done the suicide squad he's done peacemaker and he's in the guardians movies so haven't far, even all been bangers. yeah all bangers so far all bangers they i i don't think he's missed yet i mean even with the guardian honestly i would have to say that in the guardians trilogy it's probably the strongest it's the stronger of the trilogies in marvel because mm-hmm. even if you go thor like thor's uh four movies two is still kind of weak yeah Four is, you know, some people say it's it's weak and everything else. Uh, Iron Man 2 is weak. Mm-hmm. It's always that middle one that's always pretty weak. Uh, Captain America, I feel like 3 wasn't exactly a Captain America movie. It's Civil War of, was an Avengers movie. It's more of an Avengers But Winter Soldier two. was a banger. So Winter, Winter Soldier is the best. And some people say that uh, 1 is not that great. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's, it's really hard to kind of see where everybody is at. Whereas in Guardians, everybody goes 1, 2, and 3, all good. They're all really great movies, especially from characters that when they first announced we're going to do Guardians of the Galaxy, went, who in the world are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like These are some D-list heroes. Yeah. Why would we make a movie about them? That makes Even the no Suicide sense. Squad, he did that with, he used mainly one well-known character in Harley Quinn. And then everyone else was kind of like on that list of like, unless you read the comics or know anything about DC. Exactly. Like even King shark, if you come up to me and say like, Oh, I know who King shark is, but you've never picked up a comic book in your life. You probably mm, watched the flash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's just no way. You you most likely like watch the flash. That's absolutely no way. dude. (laughs) Polka dot man. Like you don't even know who polka dot man is. Polka dot man is so he's not even D tier. He's like F tier. Yeah, he's exactly right. when, When, when do you ever go like, Oh, Oh, yeah, dude, my favorite villain, Polka Dot Man. Like, <laughs> who thought anybody would be dressing up as Polka Dot Man for Halloween? Come on. <laughs> no, but James Gunn is doing something that a lot of directors can't do right? or haven't been able to do successfully, which is redeem themselves as well, because this guy was going to get canceled prior to Guardians 2 being released for tweets that he did years before he started getting into the market. And this isn't to say that we're defending anything that, you know, anything vile that he might've said before. Yeah, only Brian is. No, stop. <laughs> but it's, it's more along the lines of like, this guy proved himself to be a changed man. And he delivered movies that are fun, relatable, and just captivating to multiple people. Well, yeah, not only that, but also he, he, he really does show that, you know, just because I said something, 15 years ago doesn't mean i still believe it exactly yeah you know i may have said something really dumb but it's not like oh yeah like this is this is law the, this yeah is everything i, this I is still everything. believe this stuff yeah, this is still what i believe in and everything else in all fairness i don't even remember what he said i don't yeah no um but for james gunn i'm looking forward to seeing what he is i'm happy that he's in charge of 
DC right now because I'm I'm hoping that with him in charge, he can at least guide the filmmakers on where they, exactly they need to be because I do feel that that is what Marvel has been lacking lately mm-hmm. is that they've just been letting filmmakers make whatever movies they want to make and or other way or the Marvel has been telling filmmakers what they want to, what they need and then filmmakers are giving it to them and they're handcuffed to say yeah. whatever because in this one James Gunn went if I'm coming back I get to do whatever movie I want yeah I mean I, he has the first f-bomb don't tell, don't don't spoil I'm not it. gonna say where it is, but there is an f bomb, and it's perfectly, which placed. I thought was funny because do you, do you know why it's in the place that it's in? For a PG thirteen movie, it has to be later in the movie. Oh, so that's why it's an hour. That's why it's past an hour. Okay, it's a well placed f bomb though. It's it's an hour and ten minutes. Okay, it's really well placed though. Yeah, so I thought it was really funny because I'm like, why is it so far in? You would imagine they would just do it in the very beginning. But no, they they, they 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 would like it if it's a PG thirteen movie to put it in the end, in, in the end. middle. Yeah. Because most likely a kid isn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so subtle too. It's subtle. It's like unless you're I forgot to look for it and then the moment I heard it, I'm like, That was yeah, a good one. I, I was that was insult- just great. Was a- a, but apparently it was a Chris Pratt uh improv. Oh. He did it he did it one time with it. And then James Gunn goes, "That's perfect. I'm fighting for it." And then he, and then he made him do it again without the f bomb. Yeah. And then he was like, "The joke is so much funnier." Like that. <laughs> and then he uh, was, and then he fought to have the f bomb. Okay. Cool. Cool. Which that's, is cool. That's good. Um. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what James Gunn can do to the Marvel, to the DC universe. I mean, to reiterate, the Flash isn't James Gunn's no. first intro to the DC films universe. It's gonna be three. We're 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 gonna have to go. Th- two movies in no before. blue beetle isn't it blue, oh that's blue right Beetle was already written and direct, it was already in post-production no because i thought that blue beetle was james gunn's first like hands-on feature no i thought it was no because, because we still have aquaman too to deal with this uh aquaman was already done blue beetle was already in post-production when james gunn got hired and we also still have the flash to come out these three these last three movies he may have tweaked but it wasn't like it was his. It wasn't like it was handed to him, and he goes, "I get to start this from beginning to end." I gotta take a look at it then he because t- I was pretty sure that blue that he announced that Blue Beetle was the beginning of his his th- his tenure as the, the head of DC. Films. I think he may have tweaked the movie, uh-huh. like probably giving it maybe a little more maybe for reshoots. But I don't think. But it. But I'm like. But pretty sure Blue Beetle was already in the middle of shooting. Gotcha. When, when James Gunn got hired, because that movie has been in production for a while. Okay. Before well, he even was talked about. Regardless of it, it'll be interesting to see what he does with Superman Legacy. I think that he is. It, here's the thing: I, James Gunn is the type of person to. You don't want to rush him. Bye, Mandy. You don't want to rush him, and. I, f- I forgot six years between volume two and volume three. Yeah. It was six years. Well, it wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't. It was supposed to be, I think, four. Yeah. I think, or no, I think it was supposed to be two. Regardless of it, he took his time with it. He didn't rush any of these elements, which is right. fine. That's kind of what you want to see here. And so when I'm looking at the DC films, I'm like, good. We don't want to rush anything because so far we've seen DC play catch up. And I think James Gunn sees that right now, right? He's seeing Marvel kind of like, not crumble, but it's not standing on its own two feet correctly. And it's been, so it's got it's gotten the wind knocked out of it. Exactly. 
So now James Gunn's going like, okay, you know what? Let's let's pull back a little bit. We can win this comic book film race if we just take our time and understand what elements we need to focus on. And if he starts off writing and directing Superman Legacy and making a movie that he does take his time with and builds upon that, mm-hmm. without a doubt, it could be one of DC's greatest films. Because I think if because that's the other thing too. I think if after Superman Legacy, if it, if it really does work, and I'm I'm, I'm assuming it will, yeah. Um, uh, so nothing inside of his filmography has ever made me think oh, James Gunn has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> so, I mean, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to mix sound. He knows how to he knows how to point the camera and shoot and make a great story. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with Clark Kent and Superman. I just want to see what exactly that would then say for the rest of the DC universe. How exactly does that frame or theme? the rest of the universe because he does have uh, gods and monsters. So how do we frame all these things together? How do we make, how, how do we make this feel like, Oh yeah, this is a DC movie. Yeah. Cause that's the thing with Marvel is that when you watch a Marvel movie, you go, Oh, this is a Marvel movie. Yeah. It feels like a Marvel movie. It has that, it has the, the lighting, it has everything else. So I'm interested to see what he does. So that way you go, Oh, this is a DC movie. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this issue here. I think Absolutely. we've uh, we've had enough <laughs> Guardian stock and everything. So go watch it. Go, <laughs> go watch it. Nerd seal of approval. Yeah. What is it at Rotten Tomatoes right now? Eighty percent. I think it's like an eighty or ninety. I have no idea. Dude, if it's a low eighty, I can understand why. But it's also, I don't think it deserves that low of a score. I, I would I heard say some, some people didn't like it. That's the weird thing. I mean, I've, opinions I've, can be wrong. It's not a problem. I've I've seen a lot of people going like, you know, it's a it's a it's a rocket movie, but there's not a lot of rocket in it. It's a, it's a James Gunn movie, so it's very generic. Which okay, I think is the which up. is no. like Rocket is in half of that movie. Yeah, <laughs> maybe dead. Yeah, I mean, no, but I mean, like <laughs> he's in, in flashback. Rocket is in half of the movie. Yeah. Just because you don't have our rocket doesn't mean it, it was a dumb comment, and I was like, what? I go, what? Like. He's in like more than half the movie. The movie's about Rocket. I oh, actually let me close the door because I'm going to say this one thing. I don't know. There's people here already, so the store has opened. I didn't want to spoil it for some people that haven't seen it, but I will say this: Bradley Cooper, dude, when he was uh, crying in that one scene when uh, his friends, animal friends, died. Yes, that sold me, dude. Oh yeah, that sold me. Bradley yes. Cooper did a freaking phenomenal job. <laughs> Bradley Cooper is probably one of like the best voice actors in the dude. Years. Like, I felt amazing. that. I felt that. Oh cry. yeah, it, it hurt. Yeah, it really does. It hurts. It really did. Did hurt. you get emotional in that part? Nick? Oh, you... dude, I I got emotional in a couple of parts. Oh, okay, like, I, oh, I you have feelings. I I did have feelings in this movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, there there was a couple of scenes where I was like, oh man, like that's gonna. I was really irritated too because I and I think I didn't handy I, tissues. I know. <laughs> I, almost, I almost needed them. No, uh, I, I, the only thing I, the only thing I disagreed with was I thought that they were going to kill off Peter when he dropped the zoom. I thought so too. And there I was were... like, that's a really dumb way to kill Peter. Yeah. If that's how they, if that, if Peter dies kind of like Yondu where he's in like space, space and everything else. And like his story hasn't really finished and it was because of his zoom. I was like, ah, it's kind of dumb. There were certain moments where I thought characters were going to die. Rocket dying didn't make any sense because you're spending all that time trying to save him. Uh, Drax dying didn't make any sense because you built him up to be a father figure. Mantis dying didn't make any sense. I thought Nebula was going to die when she took over the ship and everything was that exploding was a, around her. Yeah, and she was bleeding and yeah. everything else. Yeah, I could see that. I, I thought that. Peter Quill's death was like, okay, this is kind of unnecessary, but if someone needed to die, I'm fine with that. The only reason it was any of a save for me was just because of the god painting symbolism that was there i was like 
That's it. That's perfect That's for fine, me. fine, I guess. But Nerd Seal of Approval for Guardians Volume 3. We really recommend you go watch it. It is a good film. And uh, also, real quick, Andy did point out that Gamora is not in any of the uh, promotional stuff for this film. She's not on like any of the figures. They don't have action figures for her. And now we know why. Because she's not a Guardian. No, she's a Ravager. Exactly. So that's why she's not on. She's not in the McDonald toys. That's why she's like, why is Gamora not on the poster? Why is oh, she I not know. here? We, were, we, were, we went to McDonald's before recording and we were like, why do these toys suck? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just little statues with a QR code in the back. They are. A picture of. Yeah. I was like, these, these toys suck. <laughs> That's McDonald's for you. But yeah. thank you so much for joining us here at Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 147. Yes. Uh, don't forget to check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go follow us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds. And go subscribe. Leave a comment down below. What do you guys think of Star Wars Visions? If you've seen it, what do you think about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? And uh, if uh, Disney wants to pay us for our ideas, uh, go ahead and comment down below, and we can expect the uh, check soon. Uh, yeah, because Brian we, said he'll cross the line. Let's go. <laughs> He'll cross, the picket picket line. Line. he'll cross the picket line <laughs> if it comes to the paycheck he'll do it you'd be surprised what he'll do for it check out our audio platforms on podcast or on uh, Podbean Apple Podcast Google Podcast and Spotify and with that said are we ready to wrap this issue up yes sir alright so no Renee so someone needs to fill in for his voice can you do a Renee voice okay you gotta sound like Renee though alright this has been Keeping It With The Nerds issue 147 my name is Brian Nick and Renee Signing up from Under City Comics. We'll see you all next time. Thank you, guys. <laughs> this has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.